Podcast about rugby. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The World Cup starts in two days. How bloody exciting is that? I'm joined. So, what? Huh? Less than two. Well, days. It's, it's thirty. It's like well, when people away. listening to this, it's going to be one day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the time people listen, it'll be twenty-four hours away. Yeah. No. Well, this will be going out in a few hours. I'm Adam, coming to you from uh, Joburg. Joining me is Ben from Mauritius. How are you, Ben? Oh, uh, um, I'm well, thanks to you. Sorry, I was trying to organize my son to sleep but it's not happening so i've given up and it's become his mother's problem yay (laughs) equal (laughs) co-parenting i like it uh but alex it's about time she did something yeah jeez how's it going with you um very well how are you guys good work's been hectic uh i've just eaten but the world cup starts in 36 48 fucking knows how many hours it's hours away 36 hours. Ah, I'm, very, 36 I'm, very, I'm very excited so uh as what part of the banter what did you have for hmm? dinner oh i had a you cook with a steak slaw or well, almonds sultanas with a uh, tahini yogurty style sauce and a, a roasted carrots sounds very nice it was actually you cook's quite expensive cool. but it's good value uh, it, it doesn't sound super filling, Adam. Like, are you oh, sure well, you're not going to be hungry at like, it was at like a, 11? It was a big hug. It was a big serving. So, uh, I yeah. mean, he didn't, he didn't oh, really sure. give us the quantities, Ben, so that's a yeah. bit of a... Yeah. No, um, but I mean, no, like... Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matt isn't here, unfortunately. We're, we're recording this at 7 o'clock, South African time, or 9 p.m. in Mauritius. So uh, Matt's currently sleeping right now. Well, we assume he is. Or we could be roaming somewhere in Korea. We, we have no idea. So we're going to be doing these podcasts every Wednesday, very much focused on reviews and previews, World Cup only. We'll pick up some of the pieces on the Sunday. But yes, it, as it's the World Cup podcast. I, I don't know what I'm going to title these episodes, but I'm going to give it something. We might even have a new theme tune, guys. Just uh, FYI. I have an idea. That'll be nice. Yeah, what I want to use. Uh, I just need to figure out how to get it. So, let's go straight into it. Let's get through some of just the smaller rubbers. We'll start on Friday. Japan versus Russia. Uh, the host versus a team that lost to a second-tier jersey club side. Who's for your <laughs> so, so, who's favorite to win? Um, Japan. Yeah, back Japan on this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 are we are we doing a, are we doing a super brew like while well, this is happening? Obviously. Uh, no. Actually, let me get the super brew up and I've, running. I've got mine open. Yeah, so I can tell you what I've. That yeah, but, but rather, rather 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 do it on our one because I like getting the stats from our one. Like if we just do it, yeah. if you're always doing it on a different one, it gets a bit confusing. Yeah, true. So, I also I've I've taken quite quite a bold move and picked all the pool stages now. That's not a bad idea. That's actually quite that shows a lot of vision, man. Because uh, after yeah, you forget no, about but if, if, what, if, what if they're like what. What if like Sexton there. gets injured and then obviously Japan will roll Island easily? <laughs> I mean, first of all, the last thing you want to do in a competitive environment like Super Brew is forget to make a pick. Yeah. Right? 
That's crushing. That's the like that is the death of so many Alrighty. hopefuls in Super Brew. Like half of it is just pitching up. If you just pitch up and make a pick, chances are you'll be like in the top sixty percent. Because so many people yes. fuck up. South Africa. Uh, oh, also, I'm just lazy. I don't want to have to remember every week. Okay, Alright, we, we're up and running. Uh, oh, I guess also for the World Cup, because there's like games on. It's not like uh, it's not like yeah. easy. Okay, so Friday I need to make my Saturday picks. Like this yeah, is... you'll 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 wake up and have a Vista game already. I, I see here pre- with Super Brew they got premium insights for Japan Russia. Um, I, I, you don't need that. You can just listen to us. You have to pay. Let yeah, we're here for what the yeah. fuck. Free. So first game. Super, no, you, no, you don't have to pay for us. You just have to pay with pay with hours of your life. City of Toyota Stadium yeah, in Aichai. It's Japan Russia. What's the score? I think it's going to be big, like forty points to Japan. Oh wow. Yeah, I think I think I win like 30, 38 or something yeah, on my Super Brew. Kind of what mine is. I think I think Japan will start quite will start quite slowly. Mm. But then I think. Like kind of end of the first half, whole second half. I think their backline is just going to dick on Russia. Yeah, no, it's going to get messy. Uh, good start uh, for the hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's that? What's maybe thirty-five? Why don't we say thirty-five points? I said twenty, but I, I do feel like that's low. So I'm yeah, I'm I'm happy with thirty-five. I think I made these picks before Russia lost to Jersey. Yeah, so <laughs> I need I need to double check double check mine. <laughs> Okay, no, Alex, you made these picks before some squads were announced. Then. Yeah, yeah, I made these picks like two weeks ago. Okay, uh, next game. This is actually quite <laughs> spicy. Australia versus Fiji. Australia have named their team, and we're seeing Pooper. Sorry, sorry, Mike. I shouldn't, shouldn't yeah. shout into you. Uh, starting, uh, Michael Hip and Dave Pocock. They're going to be start, starting again with Icy Nasirani at eight. Nasirani then just makes that whole these trio so much more balanced. Um, have, they, have they actually announced the team? I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, they have. Oh. I saw the article where they were talking about some of the, the selections. I didn't know the actual team was out. Oh, no, no, it has been released, uh, along with South okay. Unfortunately, the All Blacks are only releasing their team uh, after this podcast. Let's try to find where the story is. Where is it? Joe's reveals the team for World Cup opener. Oh, that's Russia. Wales shocked. Oh, well, yeah, we'll deal with Rob Harley on Sunday. Isn't that interesting? Uh, let's see. Got a bit of a howler. Yeah, tell me about it, hey. But yeah, I know Michael. I know um, Michael Hooper and David Pocock are starting. They're reverting back to 2015 type. What do you guys think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I said briefly in the chat group today. It seems like, in a way, it's the right game to do it. Like it's your opening game against a su- sufficiently good opposition to test it out, but not a. It's not against your main opposition in the pool, so. You know, if it doesn't, if it backfires, you still have time in the World Cup to go back to a different formula. But at the same time, like you're playing two open sides, two fetches essentially in Hooper and Pocock against the one team in the World Cup that refuses to enter Iraq in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, like Fiji are just like they they talk about spoiling their possession, but Fiji just aren't going to get tackled with the ball. They're just going to keep offloading until they score. So I don't know if it's really the right. Uh, uh, rugby type mm. to beat Fiji's rugby type if that uh, makes sense quick correction yeah the team yeah, has, well, hasn't like, been the released thing is, the thing is with no sorry I just, the team hasn't been released um, it's just word is filtered out from from the squad uh, mm. uh, the Sydney Morning Herald okay. is very confident that Hooper's at 6 and Pocock at 7 Nasrani at 8 uh, Nick White and Leofano are 9 and 10 as well so you're sorry Ben uh, you okay. were saying 
was like because you basically you you want for when Fiji drop the ball, you want to just be able to mangle them in the scrum and get a penalty. And that's yeah. a that's a light. Well, two two of them are light loose trio. So basically, those those guys aren't helping. So, no, no, no. Mm, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose the other side of it, if you, if you ignore the fact that they're, they're fetches and you just think about them as more mobile loose forwards in the first place, I suppose the only way you can beat Fiji is just keep up with them. So you just got to keep making tackles until they fuck up. Uh, you got to pressure them into mistakes. No, right? I, 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 th- I think you beat Fiji by just being technically better than them. I, I agree with Ben. Yeah, like, like, like that's really- but I think, I think like, you, like, like error, you, right? you accept, you accept, okay, you know what, these guys at, at some point are going to do something ridiculous and score, but we're going to, we're going to score ugly tries. You know, we're going to scrum them until we get yeah. penalties. We're going to maul them. We're going to retain our own position and, and move forward five meters at a time because they will miss mm. tackles. They will, like, to, to me, that, that's how you beat Fiji. You just basically tighten up and you just give them nothing. Mm. Mm, maybe. I don't right. know. I just think, like, Someone like Salakai Lotto at blindside flank is just going to get run around mm. by the Fijian forwards. Like I think he's just going to be useless. So I, I think it's probably a, a good gamble. Uh, oh, fair enough. Oh, let's make our picks. It's at the Sapporo Dome in Sapporo. Uh, the game in South African time is 6:45 a.m. So I'll make sure I'm, I'm awake to watch that. Oh, kickoff, kickoff for the opening game, ladies and gents, is 12:45 uh, South African time. Uh, I guess I'll back Australia. But I wouldn't be surprised if they lose. So I'll, I'll say Australia by like ten. Mm. I said I said nine. Nice, Ben. Yeah, three three penalties by Lely Fano. <laughs> That's pretty sharp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three, three penalties. It's 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 gonna it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be twenty one twenty with uh, <laughs> Fiji Fiji scoring four unconverted tries and Australia kicking seven penalties. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. I think I think Australia, but by by not a not a massive. Yeah, I'll say Australia by six. Uh, we'll lower, lower our average. Yeah, yeah. Two layers of the penalties. Okay. okay. Uh, the uh, big crunch game already uh, at the city of Toyota Stadium in Ayachi, also where the opening game is taking place. France versus Argentina. Um, I have no idea which way this could go. <laughs> to that's be a big one. That's that's potentially the pool. The the second yeah. place in the pool decide already. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's Basically, why I was asking if you, if your, if your golf's going to be over by then, because honestly, like, other than the All Blacks, South Africa, this is the by far the biggest match of the opening round. Yeah, by far. I'm going to miss it. I have a family commitment that I can't get out of. I've been raging about it for oh. a couple of weeks now, um, and it's even impacting my, my proper view of the SNU. Uh, yeah, I, let me not moan, moan about it. It's, it's, it's a beautiful moment. This thing I'm going to. I, don't, I, don't I, I feel I feel like I feel a bit stupid now. It's like it's competition golf, so I can't just not play. Oh, fuck. Mm. Sorry, Ben. Well, but you, you said you said you'd be done by then, didn't you? No, no. But I need to drive up up the island to to get to my mate's place to watch South Africa, though. Yeah. Uh, okay, you just better have a really good golf round, I guess. Yeah. Really, really good. Just really fast. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll try finishing. Maybe I'll try. I'll, I'll try finishing like an hour and a half, and the, yeah. the people I'm playing with can be like, "What the fuck?" I'll just be like running ahead and shit. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. I do. Yeah, boys, I, this is this is going to be so fucking tight. Fuck. 
uh, yeah, it's going to be incredibly tight. And you have no idea what France is going to produce. It's a weird. We're in a position now where we know more about Argentina than France. No, but we know more about them. We know more about them. Because yeah, we, we've, we've seen them play so many times, but like France, I don't even, I don't even fucking know. Like I, and so I mean, I, I, maybe I'm guilty just of recency bias or just Southern Hemisphere bias. We kind of maintained, I think, in our previews that Argentina were going to sneak into the quarterfinals at yeah. France's expense, and I think if we're sticking to that, we got nothing's changed since then. I feel like we're forced to pick Argentina here. I've got Argentina <clears throat> on my super route by a margin of three. I think I probably picked Argentina as well, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Let, 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 let's let's do the Alex and say Argentina by one. Yeah. So then we we'll get a we'll get a margin point. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so France, if France just sneak it, we'll we we'll also get the point. Okay, we'll leave, yeah. uh, we'll leave New Zealand SA for the last. Uh, Sunday, huge clash, kicking off a quarter past seven at the Hanzono Rugby Stadium in uh, Hagi, whoop, uh, Higa <laughs> Shiosaka. Also, big big shout out to Efferent. Thank you for your comments uh, on the SoundCloud file in terms of pronunciation of Maori. Uh, I'm always looking to learn, so <laughs> appreciate the pointers. It's Italy versus Namibia. Yeah. Um, I mean, Italy, I guess, by, by about 20. Yeah, I went Italy by 22 points. Nice. Ben? Which is which will be a good result for Namibia if that happens. Yeah, no, that would be. Anything under 20, I think Namibia would do well. Uh, yeah, for sure. Ben? Um, yeah, I, uh, I think it's going to be closer to 40, though. Ooh. Okay, well, that, look, that pushes up our average. You, yeah, you push it up our average uh, to, like, let's say 26. So it's very odd. Actually, no, maybe, maybe it'll be hot. But what, what if it rains? Has, have, have these Namibians ever experienced rain, Alex? <laughs> They'll think it's a sign from God, so it'll just make them play even better. <laughs> to make it a 10-point margin. <laughs> yeah, I they nearly, worship the rain. I nearly chose Namibia, because the blues confuses, confused me. Uh, you supposed to have chosen the you just, you just drawn to you, like you felt compelled <laughs> to pick the lighter shade of blue? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, does does Namibia have an away kit? Yeah, it's just white. Or it's like red. Huh? <laughs> no, no, it's white. It's, oh no, wait. You're, I think it might actually be red. Yeah. The, the new one. The football team uh, is red. Yeah, they because the old Namibian away kit was just white, but I think the new one might even be red. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think all teams away kit should just be white. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right. where they're never, never like a? Who was it? I'm trying to think who did it. Where I think it was like Scotland, where their their actual kit was like light blue on dark blue, and then their away kit was just dark blue on light blue, and then they were playing a team that played in light blue, and both their kits clashed. And you're like, you guys are fucking idiots. Mm. That does sound like something Scotland would do. Mm. Speaking of Scotland, um, Ireland versus Scotland on Sunday, 9:45. Uh, at the International Stadium in Yokohama, in Yokohama, 72,000 capacity. Um, probably pick Ireland. You'd imagine. Yeah, just imagine, so. Ireland, like they... just imagine if Ireland lose. That'd be great. No. I mean, not, not sorry. Um, sorry, uh, Gavin. Um, if you are listening to that, <laughs> it actually wouldn't be great. It'd be good for the tournament, not not for the nation of Ireland. So, um, and and then maybe whoever loses the SA New Zealand game gets the win. Uh, yeah, I guess that you pick Ireland. The time. Yeah, I said. Ireland by 15 points. Hmm. Ben? 
I, I, I think it's going to be less than that just because of the way both teams play. Like, mm-hmm. both teams don't give away a lot. I can't see... I can't see either team scoring above 20 in this game, to be honest. Mm. I was going to say Ireland by, like, seven, just for their strangulation mm. defense. Yeah. Well, they only yeah, won by nine in six nations. Mm. But this this is my, like, I don't... I think it's going to be a game where it's going to be, like, Ireland by seven or Ireland by ten, but then mm. you when you've watched the game, you're like, the result was never really in doubt, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Classic sort of Northern Hemisphere derby. Um, yeah. yeah, I still think there's a bit more about this Irish team. I think I, I like I like what I saw from them in their last head out. So I've gone by 15, but I don't think I wouldn't go any higher than 15. Put it that way. Cool. Okay, cool. Um, any higher 15? England Tonga. 10. Oh yeah, uh, I just put Ireland by 10. I was thinking seven. I should make it. Let's make it 11. Uh, England. Yeah, this is gonna get messy. Uh, England is just a brutal beast. I reckon England will win by probably about oh, like 45. Actually, no. Tonga I think I, I think I said 60. I think uh, I said 60 on my Super. Alex. Uh, I said 58. Okay, so let's push that out to 53. <laughs> Play forward. Okay, it's fine. Won't know much about it. Yeah, uh, the the only Tonga's only sort of I wouldn't call it hope even, but. If England are play their like second team and are like trying to do like you know weird things, then then maybe mm. the maybe the yeah, then mm. uh, okay. I know it won't you, go to fifty then. But... You still got Wales, Georgia. Uh, that's a Monday, so we'll deal with that on Sunday uh, as part of the Sunday pod. So that's all the games. Leaving the real well, deal. Should we? Should mm? we? Should we? What time is it on Monday though? Twelve fifteen. I think no, they just do it now, just okay. just because I'm thinking most we'll people won't effort. listen to the Sunday show. I'd say. Are you saying people must just listen before? Okay. Yeah. I'd say Rob Hardy so, so Wales. I, I will bet on Wales. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Wales. Wales will win. Okay, I'll say uh, Wales by thirty. Yeah, I'll put. I'll put yeah. twenty-seven. Yeah. Odd number. All right, now on to the game that really matters this week. New Zealand, South Africa. Rassi Erasmus, uh, thank you for doing us a favor. He's released a lineup of the team to play New Zealand on Saturday. Uh, kickoff, 11.45. That's when you'll hear the suburbs of, of, across South Africa, many of them, uh, rustling to a, a quiet halt. Oh, sorry, there's an ad blocker popping up. No, I'm just trying to find the team <laughs> that... See, it's, but... the same, it's the same team that played against Japan. Same team as... Yeah, it, you're, you're actually right. It's pretty much the same team that played against Japan. The amazing talking point from our uh, group, as soon as Alex found out that Front State has been named to the bench, uh, they were quotes saying, mm-hmm. of like, guys, we're fucked. Um, we're fucked. <laughs> um, let's see what else is here. I'm just trying to see what Full said. Uh, oh gosh, there's a lot of stuff here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, there you go. The, there you go. Uh, yeah. it. We're fucked. Uh, full, full sustain, 22, <laughs> crying emoji. Uh, then Andrew replies, take a hyperball elsewhere. And then Alex replies, we're super fucked. And then Matt goes, jokes on you, is going to rain out. And no, no, will draw. And then Phil goes, nah, super over. I mean, <laughs> so I... I don't I, think we have to read out the entire chat, it was funny. <laughs> chat conversation. No, it, it was funny, though. 
Um, Alex, Alex, is it is it is it a podcast if Adam doesn't read something verbatim? <laughs> yeah. At like, some point, at some point, we become an audiobook. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> did, did, did the podcast actually happen if Adam did, didn't read something? Yeah. Well, take that off your your ERB podcast bingo. It's all it's all um, it's all about creating an atmosphere, guys. So so yeah. Um, in in all seriousness, this Alex, uh, why does this make you so happy? That's stains of twenty two. Okay, so I've kind of come down from it a little bit because people, a few people made a very good point about the weather and how... Yeah, it's going to rain. That, um, yeah, apparently it's going to rain and we all know Elton's like pretty much as far as you can get from being a wet weather specialist. Uh, if it does rain, the game's expected to tighten up a lot more, which means that Francois Stan's lack of mobility isn't as much of a problem and his ginormous boot is obviously much more of an asset. So that made me feel a bit better about it. But yeah, look, I'm not going to retread this ground. I covered it a couple of weeks ago when I, I lost my shit about Francois Stein being our backup 10 in the first place. But I just think it's a huge mistake to go in a game like this, uh, potential you know preview for the overall final, without a, a specialist number 10 backup. I understand that Rossi's plan is to play a Andre Pollard for 80 minutes. He's done that almost every single game since he took over. And I think it's great. I think Andre Pollard is young and strong and can play 80 minutes and should. But also, uh, but also he's going He's going after this. He's going to France. So who cares if we fuck him up? Yeah, that's also true. We can break him. I'm happy to break him. Uh, and then they no, have, I'm, and, I'm and happy fix, that he, he comes, their... comes out this World Cup yeah. after the final. He's literally like in a wheelchair for like three months. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, probably have better, they probably have better health care and insurance in France anyway. But... The point is that like you don't you never know like maybe this is the game where he, something happens to him obviously touch wood, but if something happens to him in the first half or even in the first like twenty minutes, and we have to play sixty plus minutes with Francois staying at ten, I I don't see us beating the All Blacks all things being equal, but like I said with the weather, I could maybe come around to it. I, I don't know if that's really Russie's thinking or if this is actually his plan. I, I think I actually think if if we had to play the grand final tomorrow. Under the under a roof, I still think that this would be this would be the twenty three that Rusty would pick. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, the only other thing um, that people are uncertain about is is France Malherbe at three. Uh, a lot of doubts. Let's just give up. Like Rusty obviously sees something. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, have a problem yeah. with that. He's he's proven himself. I, so yeah, I have like a bit of cognitive dissonance with France Malherbe because. I, I acknowledge that he plays well sometimes, but so like after every game that he's played, I've, I'm forced to admit, yeah, Francois, Francois Herbert was actually not bad. And then as soon as the next game rolls around, I'm like, guys, I, I don't think I'd pick Francois Herbert again. Like I don't know what it is, but I just can't. I can't sure, take it. Like, so... It's because he, he just uh, he doesn't look the part. That's his, that's his yeah, biggest no, problem. No, he doesn't. I mean, come on. But, like, but okay, it... like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kick up a fuss about that. I I trust Rossi. Just, just something on the weather. I, I would say, looking at it, we should dominate the scrum. Maybe not mm. dominate, but definitely have the upper hand. Eh? But I'd say, particularly second half. Looking at our reserve bench, got Bongi. Yeah, Bongi, I, 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 love, I love that reserve. I love that That's reserve front row. Eh? I so think it's good, honestly, it's like our biggest weapon. Yeah, and I just want, I just want Rusty to bring them on at like fifty minutes or something. Like all three of them, just bring them all on at once, and just like just all three of them walking onto the field at the same time, 
is going to cause like any like opposition scrum to just be like, oh fuck, here we go. Uh, so, yeah, I just but so so we are talking about the weather. Yes. Would you say bad weather is an evener in the scrums, or would you say it exaggerates an advantage in the scrums? I don't know. But you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> I can tell yeah, you. I can, I can guess. If only matches here. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say... Because there's sort of a two... Because obviously the, the refs cut teams more slack when the weather's bad. Because, you know, if like your props are slipping or whatever, they're like, oh, well, you know, it's wet. Yeah. But... I, I, I'd say it's so even a... Does that help balance things out? Or... I don't know. I think, I think that does. But also, like, I've, my guess is that you need to have... I think solid it, footing to yeah, get away with whatever I, you want to get away with. So if I you're a more it, technical... Yeah, I think it exacerbates weaknesses. Um, but you, as, yeah, and like you, you probably... If it's wet, you're not going to go at it 100% because you're no. like, well, we don't want to slip. So and that's that real dark art shit coming out the woodwork. Guys uh, doing what they're yeah. going to do um, in the front row. Um, uh, Francois Lowe at 20. I, I feel strangely comforted by that. That we've got an experienced Lucy, who, and he's actually impressed me this season. He seems to have a, a slight new lease of life, for whatever reason. Uh, like an experienced guy who can give a bit of needle at the rucks, particularly in the second half. Um, who, who would have been the other option uh, for that spot on the bench? Quacker. Hmm. Yeah, but if, if, it's, if it's raining, you, you don't want to be anywhere near Quacker. Huh? No. Yeah, well, I don't think it was ever going to be Quacker, but he's the only other candidate. Okay, and you got uh, Archie Sneeman as well. Uh, so uh, at 19, then you got Herschel Yankees. How could these Herschel Yankees just suddenly become, okay, cool, he's there, we're all happy about this in the space of four tests? I mean, well, uh, there wasn't really any competition, right? Because Quibbers Reinach was out in the wilderness as well. So we started from scratch with only one scrum off on our depth chart in Fafta Clerk. Yeah. Both positions were up for grabs. They went with the local guy who had amazing form in Super Rugby. And he took the opportunity, scored four tries in four games. Like it's kind of impossible to leave him out of the match twenty-three at this point. Mm. Um, Jesse, Jesse Creel at twenty-three. Uh, how do you think he's being viewed? I like Jesse Creel at twenty-three. I love, I'm a huge fan of Jesse Creel at twenty-three. Why? It's I... the role. It's the role he was born to play. <laughs> he covers everything. He, he, the only thing he doesn't cover is is like ten. And to be honest, like the way we play our number twelves, he could probably play number twelve as well. Yeah, that's true. They just get like catch the ball and run. And I mean, yeah, I don't, I still don't think he's a centre. I think he's an outside back, but even better. Like he covers both wings. He covers full back. He covers thirteen at a, at a in a pinch. He can cover twelve. So yeah, I mean, this is a big part of my reasoning for why we can afford to have Elton Yankees at twenty-two instead of front stand because we've got such a utility back in Jesse Krill. and. You know, a lot of teams will have a guy like that. A lot of teams will have the, you know, like the Tom Banks or the, like, Geordie Barrett. Yeah, like 23 or whatever. Uh, but we've got a guy who actually, until very recently, was our starting center. Mm. And, like, he's got a lot of experience and caps under his belt at Super Rugby and international level as a, as a number 13 and as a 15. And he's still quite young. He's only, like, 26, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not that old. I'm not quite sure how old he is. 25. He's, he's 25. So, yeah, like, it's it's amazing. Obviously, he, he's probably not super pleased about being displaced by Lucanio Am, but, like, it's a luxury to have a utility player that's got as much time under the belt as he does. 
normally you get a guy like Pat Lambie at the number 23 jersey, you cover so many positions, and because of that, he never gets any starting time. But we've actually got a guy who, who does have it. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, yeah often, often guys like that, like I think Lambie was like 50-odd caps, but, you know, only probably 10, 10, 10 50 yeah. games worth of minutes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But Creel's got a, a ton of so it's great. And he was he started for us last year against the All Blacks, uh, not last year, in 2015 when we lost to the All Blacks in the semifinal. Um, like, he's got big match experience as well, not just not just a lot of it. So yeah, I think it's great. What do you what do you think of uh, Rossi? Before we turn our attention to New Zealand, he, he coming out and just noting that um, he's talking to Jerome Garcia. He Garcia. He's going to be refereeing the game. Garcia's. Yeah, he says it's a well known fact that uh, close decisions they go the way of the All Blacks. Um, like Rossi, he just said. I think he said. I think it was today. Or yesterday. Uh, the match is too close to call. Let's see. It's obvious. Blah 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 blah. Oh, his message to uh, Garcia's. Uh, came just two days after assistant coach and very appeal for equal treatment. Here we are. The, the thing that makes it special is you asked anyone right now who's going to win this test match. I don't think anyone will bet on any of the two teams except Rob Hardy. If you ask our boys, they think we've got a really good chance. If you ask their team, they think they've got a really good chance. Uh, guy says, who whoa, has... whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, did, did, did anyone put money on it, though? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, they always got that Okay, then. Uh, yeah, they, 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 do they do they actually do they really back themselves? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's see if we can bait Steve Hansen into putting money on this. Yeah, and you said <laughs> put, put your money where your mouth is. And then Kutsias, I mean, said, <laughs> oh, sorry, Erasmus, sorry, Alistair. Referees buy that respect because you're playing so well is a well-known fact that when it is really tough and teams were under the pump, some of the 50-50 decisions just went New Zealand's way. Because they, and that's in brackets because they deserve that for being number one so long. So you're talking about the Richie McCaw cloak of invisibility, um, kind of in a yeah. sense. Uh, I do I do like Rassi doing this needle. Who do you think is more nervous about this? Uh, as we start turning our attention to the All Blacks, I I've been reading a little bit of the Kiwi media. There's yeah they're not confident. They're not scared either, but they are a little bit nervous, which is which is nice I think. Um, I don't think. I don't think the players are going to be nervous. No, 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 100%. I'm just uh, seeing the general attitude. Like, I'm nervous, and New Zealand are favourites, which is great for South Africa because we always shit when we're favourites. Yeah. Uh, which is, so, yeah. If you're in New Zealand right now, how are you, how are you feeling about this game? It's always it's guess, always tough. I guess they, they're in a similar position to us in that they... Obviously, they want to win it for momentum for the World Cup, but... Losing this game really isn't the end of the world. And mm. for them, losing it in a way might be a blessing in disguise just to kind of shake off this whole favorites tag, this whole three-peat thing. You know, like, there's a lot of expectation on New Zealand. And maybe losing now, people would say, oh, you know, they would kind of write them off a bit. And then that would probably help them actually in the long run, kind of a bit less media attention and stuff. Because... I, f- I feel the Springboks are getting a lot more media attention in this World Cup than they did in last World Cup, which to me is indicating that obviously people are viewing them as, as a, a real contender. Huh? Mm. Mm. So yeah. I, and I, I do I don't think media attention on that level is helpful because obviously we've seen all this all this stuff with the Irish that Irish journalists just bringing up like. Uh, 
you know, basically, uh, uh, you know, the whole drug thing and um, this whole thing with with Eben, that's just not going away as well. So, like, like I, I would say you, as if the media sort of writes you off, you you're arguably in a better position. So, yeah. I, I, for either team, I don't think losing this game's the end of the world. So, I, yeah, I don't think there's as much pressure on this game as we would like there to be, if you know what I mean, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I, I think, I just think the game, this game doesn't really change anything, like, like you're saying, Ben, but at the same time, like, because, like, once it's over, they coast. Both te- both of these teams are going to coast through the pool, um, no matter what. So, it, I don't think it's going to affect the way they perform in the quarterfinals and the semifinals. Like, regardless of whether they win or lose here, they've got so much time to shake it off, um, or kind of come back down to earth. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they'll be the winning team will be complacent or the losing team will be rattled. Um, I do think that it's always going to be tough for the favorite team because, like, winning is expected. So, like, if we were, if we lose narrowly to New Zealand now, there will be fewer disappointed people than there would be in New Zealand if they lost to us. And there'd be a lot more people just kind yeah. of saying, yeah, well, you know, it is, it is the All Blacks. I mean, fuck. Um, so, and then we just say, right, onwards and upwards, we thrash Italy, we beat uh, Namibia and Canada. And then we're gonna fuck up whoever we meet in the quarterfinal from the island. Yeah, you know that's that becomes the focus. So, I, yeah, I think I think the, there's more pressure on them than, than, than there is on us. But I don't think it's gonna make a huge difference, particularly given the way both teams have been forming lately. I think it's pretty even uh, in terms of pressure. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, the will Sunny will start for the Kiwi. Yes, it seems that way. If he's if he's if he's fit. Mm-hmm. If he's fit, they'll start him. I think. Yeah. yeah so we were talking about this. Uh, that he's. Uh, uh, so I, I did stoke the yeah. fires from Sunday, but I, <laughs> they don't come from nowhere, though. Surely. Mm. So we so we've been talking about this in the chat group a little bit, and whether you know what would be the best thing for New Zealand. And my kind of initial reaction was that it would actually be better for us to play against, uh, like anyone other than Sunny Bill, basically, because. Yes, he's a little bit old. He's kind of past it. He's not as quick and, and strong as he used to be. But the one thing he's got that no one else has got is his, his passing sort of toolkit. He's got a lot more passes in his arsenal than anyone else does. And that is the key to beating our rush defense, is to just stymie the guys with a pass that they don't expect and to beat the rush defense and then get on the outside of, of the wingers. And then that's, how they, that's how they scored the good he try um, in the rugby championship. And an inside center like Karate... Um, isn't going to be as good as at, at that, I don't think. And he, and he's still going to be the next best option because if they play Anton Leonard Brown there or heaven forbid Nani Lamapi, both of those guys are like run first centers, pass second. Less like Nani Lamapi is much more so than Anton Leonard Brown. Anton Leonard Brown, I think, is amazing. I think he's got he's got the uh, the most balanced game out of all the center options. So I would play him at twelve, generally mm-hmm. speaking. Against against South Africa specifically, I think you need a little bit more experience and a, a cooler head and more tricks up the sleeve, and that's what Sunny Bull offers. Ryan Crotty's like a low error um, center, so he's like he'll he'll make the low risk play. So and that's what our entire defense relies on is that we present the ball carrier with a dilemma, 
and they've got a choice between doing what they were planning to do anyway and possibly giving up an intercept or changing their plan and going uh, line one attack or pass back inside or essentially running, turning inside and running with the ball towards our forwards and our double-team centers who are about to tackle them. And Ryan Crotty's the kind of guy who just makes the low-risk play almost every time, which is why he's been so successful in his career. But in this case, we want them to play low-risk, and we hopefully can then force an error. So I think the best thing for New Zealand would be to play every sunny ball. The worst thing they can do is call up Nani Lamapi. Um, but, yeah, it depends on fitness. So mm. we'll see. Uh, oh, but they, they what, what does it have to be within 48 hours, huh? Yeah, it's, oh, it's too late now. Sorry, I, this was my kind of thinking from a couple of days ago. Um, but we are already. Oh wait, no, it's not. They've got until like midday tomorrow. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think they'll do it. But it, it also applies for later in the competition. If we meet them in the final, you know, it's the same logic. Um, but I don't think they'll replace Sunny Paul at this stage. They'd they'd wait and see if he can recover in time for the playoffs. All right. Um, now, if it's wet weather, final question before we make our prediction: the fact uh, who, who who does wet weather help more? Uh, us or them? You got you meant to have the whole Barrett Mwanga uh, ten fifteen combination. Uh, and it oh, helps us. Yeah. If you want to see, by the way, wet, wet weather generally. Huh? Wet weather helps the the bigger team generally. Mm. Uh, if you want to see, uh, ladies and gents, uh, I don't know if you can find the video. It was on a stuff story. Uh, we're ten fourteen. A uh, very good YouTube channel. If you want to check it out, I was just ch- they were chatting about the All Blacks' new uh, attacking. What was it? Top pods. Sorry. Well, it's like a shape. Excuse me. I think it was one three three one. Yeah. It's now shifted to a two yeah. three one uh, two something like that. It's changed, and it's interesting how. Uh, then mm. intended deploying Barrett Mwanga, but if it's raining, not such. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'd rather have Ben Smith at 15. So I know yeah. I, I will so back Ben Smith at 15 till the, the World Cup's over and he retires. Um, so it helps South Africa of the All Black forwards. Who worries you the most before we make our predictions? Um, so, okay, so obviously Retallick's out. He would yeah. have been the obvious. Oh answer. yeah, no, no, yeah, no, definitely. Oh. I would say uh, Taylor or Coles, whoever they started hooker. Hmm. Who or, or the other one, where, either way, when they come on. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. Taylor, because he's, he's just such a good ball player. And Coles. Yeah. And, like and Coles, because he just appears on the wing. <laughs> like, yeah, Coles is just, like, you know, he just roves. Like, he's he's a hard player to defend against. Mm. And then Adi Sevilla. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. and then obviously Adi, because I do think he is arguably he's one of the best in the world at what he does. No, 100%. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that, and that's the other way of beating our trap is just by sheer fucking willpower and force and brutality, and no one does it better than he does. Mm. All right, the the moment of truth has arrived. Um, let's make our picks for New Zealand versus South Africa. Kick off 11:45. AM South African time. Uh, I'll go last. Uh, let's start with you, Ben. Who are you gonna Who are you gonna choose first? Oh, I'm gonna choose New Zealand by about five. Okay, Alex. New Zealand by one. Uh, I'm gonna back South Africa <laughs> by, by three. So look, that means the majority rules. We uh, we're, we're going with we're going with the top pick. Yeah, very much so. New Zealand by three. Oh, no, by one. Yeah, top pick. No, New Zealand by one. Yeah, top pick. 
Uh, to be fair, I made this before I knew about the weather, and I think I might have changed my mind, but I'm not going to change my pick because that's against my rules. Oh, yeah. um, um, and just a final one, ladies and gents. Before this tournament started, uh, all of us on the ERB team, it's not, it's not like I missed a closed company, uh, old-fashioned closed company. <laughs> We're nearing 10 people. Uh, there's uh, Matt, Alex, Ben... Uh, myself there's, there's, there's only six of us yeah sorry but we're nearing that uh i've asked we're nearing everybody, seven i asked everybody to submit their predictions uh, over a wide range of questions ahead of the tournament we will reveal those ahead of the final um in like late october early november so uh, that is to come so we have done that uh all right chaps thank you that's gonna wrap it up for i guess our first um, sorry can, can i yes. can i just reveal one telling thing yes. so i'm looking at the the odds now the betting odds and they're all pretty Kind of Japan, um, Japan one to a hundred again. So they're going to yeah. thrash Russia by the okay. betting things. And then uh, they have New Zealand as quite heavy favourites. They have South Africa at five to two and New Zealand at four to ten. So basically, they're saying New Zealand is four times more likely to beat South Africa. So like eighty percent, twenty percent, sort of deal. Yeah, but anyway, France. They have France at one to twelve. So those are pretty good odds. But the, and then they have Argentina at 11 to 10. So I'm not sure about these odds because basically they're saying there's a, a um, you know, like a, a 90% chance of France winning, but then even odds on Argentina. So I'm pretty confused. So if anyone's a, a betting person, we, we, we heard there's some in Wales, betting world has these odds. So you could perhaps manipulate the system. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, and, and Dwayne Vermeulen, he's bringing up his 50th cap uh, for South Africa, so hopefully they can cap it off for a win. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for the Elite Rugby Banter World Cup podcast number one. I don't know what the title will be. If you have been listening, thank you so much. We will be back on Sunday with a more regular podcast, but naturally heavily focused on events happening in Japan. You can find us on Twitter. You can find Alex on Twitter. He's always there. Ben, even myself a little bit, along mm. with uh, Matt. And, uh, yeah, we will see you on Sunday. And, uh, first, most importantly, enjoy the rugby. If you are drinking, driving, or traveling anywhere, do so safely. Okay, that's going to be it. Thanks. See you on Sunday.